Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Frizz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Rev Frizz with you over here. We have Z over here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. And this happens every Friday, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, right here on the New Thought Media Network. Now, today is episode number 31, which means we've been doing this a while. We're finally... You know, we know what we're. I think we know what we're doing. Are we getting we close? We're, yeah, we're getting close. <laughs> we're getting close. We're getting close. There we go. Uh, you never want to make a claim too big in case uh, you know you don't know what you're doing. But, yeah. but we have a good time over here. We like to talk about whatever's going on in the world. And first up today, Happy Diwali! Yay! Z, I know you did a little research this morning. Make sure that we were on topic. Share with us just a little bit about uh, Diwali here this morning. Yes, well, well, Diwali is a five-day holiday that's celebrated by Hindus, Sikhs, and Jans, uh, and it's called the Festival of Light. And so it's about uh, igniting your inner light, about building relationships, and, and, and basically understanding the value of family as well and siblings. And so... That's what we need today for sure. We need some light, we need some relationship building, and we need to make sure we keep up with our siblings and parents and just relationship with everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, definitely could use some uh, better relationships growing on the planet right now. Uh, in my own, and you know, folks here, part of what we do, New Thought Media Network, uh, there's a term in the world called interspirituality. The shared experience across traditions and we strive to join in those experiences to learn more about the various religions spiritual philosophies spiritual uh, programs all of it so that we can share in those traditions share in those experiences and learn from those so we want to encourage you today tomorrow do some do a little bit of dig in do your own uh, education, get in there into the internet. There's all kinds of great information out there. One of the things I saw that I really loved, uh, it, uh, they, this, uh, I forget where I found this, but the spiritual significance of Diwali is to give and forgive. Now, this sounds like a recipe on how to live a good life. I'm just warning you. Give and forgive, rise and shine, unite and unify, prosper and progress. And illuminate your inner self. That yeah. sounds like a recipe to me for living a good life. So, yeah. So if you're into separ- uh, celebrating Diwali, happy Diwali. If you're not into separating Diwali, into celebrating Diwali, go find out a little more. It's a yeah. pretty cool festival. It's a and as Z was just saying, nothing more we need right now than a recognition that we're returning to light. <laughs> We haven't gotten to the shortest day. We haven't gotten to the darkest day of the year yet. Um, <laughs> but we want to celebrate that there's light returning into our lives. And if she, and of course that that that's a debatable question 
uh, whether we've reached the darkest day or not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm a December baby, so uh, yeah, I, I like having uh, long nights on my birthday. But uh, but we do need some light, and you know it's the light. I believe is returning in is returning specifically to the American political scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've heard us talk about that quite a bit over the last several weeks, uh, and it, it's time to keep working. It's kind of time to keep talking about it uh, because while there appears to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, it would appear that the guy that's got the key, the keys to the gate of the tunnel don't doesn't want to give them up. <laughs> no, you know, and and you know, as we look at, we're now what ten days past the election, mm-hmm. uh, and and we're still uh, wrestling with, you know, at least from one side of the uh, of the of the. Uh, democratic process the republicans are still hankering about whether president-elect biden has won and and they won't provide the normal transition of power in terms of getting the current president up to speed on you know global issues economic issues things that are on the horizon that could happen in the next you know three to six months that you would want your leader to begin to get his head around or her head around and it's not happening right. which is you know childish i i would say yeah i think that's a good a good term for it i think that's being generous uh, <laughs> but and the ap the associated press has now called the the election in arizona for joe biden which, uh, according to the AP, now gives him 290 electoral college votes. Okay. Uh, North Carolina, let's give a shout-out to North Carolina. I think somebody down in North Carolina needs to fix something. They've been stalled. They haven't changed. Either that or they're just, you know, going to wait and never count their vote. I don't know. Uh, It could be like Santa Claus making a list and checking it five times, I guess. Twice ain't working. They could be in denial. <laughs> I, I, you know, it, they could be in denial about what really happened in North Carolina. But, uh, but the truth is, from the Republican perspective, North Carolina is a win. From the Democratic perspective, they don't need North Carolina to win for Joe right. to be in office. And you know, regardless of what uh, any side anybody's on, the American people obviously still have some philosophical, we have major philosophical differences. Mm-hmm. How to run our country, how to live our lives, how to be in the world, how to be in community. And what, you know, what we're all about is trying to find that oneness, trying to get, trying to find the way that all of us can play nice in the same sandbox. Yeah. yeah. Because unless and you've got a ticket to Mars, you, you ain't getting <laughs> off, you ain't getting away. Yeah. And that's a long trip to Mars too. And so, you know, we, we we need to make sure we know how to take care of here before we go somewhere else and and thinking that we can just push a button and start over. You know, everywhere you go, there you are. So we have to begin, and especially from our leaders and, and our two uh, 
political parties that are supposed to be guiding us, uh, I, although they have different philosophies and different points of direction, uh, the purpose of that is, is to have a genuine debate, to talk about the ideas, push them forward, let the people decide what they think is the best approach based on your research or information, your presentation, not just presentation, and then everybody joins in to move the country in that direction. But that doesn't happen. I mean, it's stonewalling and name calling and, you know, backbiting and all kinds of things that should not have anything to do with politics and governing a country and its people. Yeah, exactly. I, and we've talked about this before on this program as well, right? Politics has become a profession, and it's become the golden ticket. If you can get into, if you can get into the House of Representatives, even for two years, even if you just, even if you lie your way in, get elected, sit around on your butt, and do nothing for two years, you're you're covered. You're 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 good, right? You got health care. Your kids are going to have health care. You're going to have no worries, really. As long as you just keep moving, you're not going to... So, yeah. something, I believe, is, is calling to be changed. And uh, the past four years has, in my opinion, has been an indication of that. And what we're going through right now is an indication that somehow, some way, we have to bring more light into yeah. this process. Yeah. It's gotten... Uh, to say it's gotten to be very dark in our political system, I think is an understatement. Yes. <laughs> and, and I want to say this, right? I, I'm not Q, I'm not a QAnon guy, but I sympathize with people that are being bamboozled by that, that are, that are being brainwashed by that. I sympathize with people because it does appear that the average person doesn't have a voice. It does appear that the average person can't make a difference. There is this appearance that we are being controlled and ruled over and lorded over. When this whole experiment in democracy has been about by the people for the people, and so it is time, I believe, for for people. How many out? How many listening? How many out there have said at one time or another, "Oh, I don't do politics." Right. Well. I, was it was it Aristotle or Plato or somebody said you know to not do politics is to be ruled by lesser men? Yeah, yeah. I and and that. you know and and uh, as we know because of the the COVID nineteen the holidays and first on the bat is uh, first up to bat is Thanksgiving is going to be quite different because they are recommending no more than ten people. Uh, gather from a close house and not you know that whole approach but you know thanksgiving traditionally was a time to sit at the table and talk politics right <laughs> politics know. and sports was was key at the thanksgiving table and so it'll be interesting to see you know how that works with the COVID going on and and uh as we know that's back on the rise uh you know, here here in uh, in Colorado, in my county, in Jefferson County, and also four or five other counties, they've just made the statement yesterday by 
Monday of, I think it is, all schools in Jefferson County and uh, in, 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 Jeff in the metro area of Denver will be closed. They will be at home. No more hybrid, no more any of that. Because we haven't taken the time to really uh, respect this virus. Right. We've been we've been following that also. My family and I, I've got two kids in school. One in in middle school. One in high school. And uh, we've been doing remote learning all year long. That is in many ways their choice. Um, believe me, I would love to have a quiet house to work in every day. Uh, and I love my kids. And they made the decision that they didn't want to be in those environments. And now my son's middle school is reporting on average one case a day. Wow. So that doesn't, you know, that doesn't sound so bad until you start adding that up and realize that that's five kids a day, a week, that are getting sick from this thing. And that's just mm -hmm. one school in a district that has hundreds of schools. Yeah. So we know we're seeing a second wave here. It, it that seems pretty obvious uh and a lot of it i saw a statistic yesterday and now remember folks 85 percent of statistics are made up on the spot simply to try to prove the point of the guy that's speaking including <laughs> that one that i just made up so uh but what i saw these numbers i saw would indicate that covid deaths in the u.s now measure as the fourth largest natural disaster on the planet that we can remember right in well let's say in modern times the black plague killed 75 million uh killed a third of the planet we're not anywhere near that at this point right, right? we're never, thank we're god not, we're not we're not doing the monty python monty python throw out your dead skit just yet However, we're past the election, folks. Isn't it time we all just put a mask on? Yeah. We're, we're past making, we, we've got to stop making this thing a political football. And, and right now we've got one team that doesn't even want to play the game, and we've got another team that invented the game. <laughs> I, you know, it, it, it doesn't escape me that Joe Biden was part of the pandemic response team and that he helped write the book that got thrown away a couple of years ago. Right. So From Ebola. From Ebola, exactly. So I guess the question is, you know, what do you want to do? <laughs> what, do yeah. you, what are you planning to bring into this holiday season? Um, I saw another post said basically said the hell with it i'm packing my house <laughs> anybody wants to come over for thanksgiving you're welcome and the next con the first comment will be are masks required and the, the the host in big capital letters no wow well you know you you just look at at you know part of this whole thing uh, that we're going to be dealing with here is the transition of power right, right. so we're looking at a president who has not um, not paid any attention, a whole administration really, that has not paid attention to the virus. So now, the latest count, we had five of his staff, HUD and Speaker, and you know, that are positive for COVID. They're not sharing information to the incoming administration. Uh, the president in the last 10 days has only been seen once in public on 
except for playing golf a couple of days, uh, once at for Veterans Day. And so right. we have to begin as a as a as a country to hold these leaders. I don't care who they are, Democratic, Republican, Independent, me for that matter. We have to begin to hold these leaders accountable. Now, that doesn't mean they're not going to make mistakes, they're not infallible, but we have to hold them to the accountability of what they said they're going to do. And if they don't do it, or if they're getting off course, we have to speak to it. Right now, hardly anyone in the Republican Party is telling uh, President Trump, you have lost this election. Let's start making a way to get out of here in the next two months. You know, and, and, and as for the COVID piece for each and every one of us individually, we have to begin to have, if we don't already have, and I'm sure a lot of us do, we have to have family plans and individual plans of how we're going to protect ourselves during this next rise during the winter when it's dark early. You know, right now it's getting dark about 4.30 uh, out here in Colorado anyway. So, you know... Uh, it's going to be cold. People are going to be inside more. And from a just a natural approach, I mean, we need to make sure we are eating right. Yep. We need to make sure we're getting enough liquids. We got to move our body so that we're strong and builds up our immune system. We got to get enough sleep. It'll be dark enough that we should we shouldn't have a problem with going to sleep unless unless you're stressed, right? So we got to figure out how to reduce the stress and then. We also have to figure out, we have to get outside and get some real, you know, they say vitamin D helps. Well, we need the real D from the sun. So we need to get outside, get some sun, get some air. In addition to the obvious, mask, wash your hands, don't, don't touch your face unnecessarily. All of, the, all of those things to make us uh, uh, responsible for ourselves, our loved ones, and our neighbors as we get to the other side. Because as you know, we have a couple of vaccines that are on the horizon. And, you know, yep. we got to figure out how to ensure that it's right and distribute it and so forth. But there is light, as, as, as you said in the beginning, down that tunnel. We just don't know how long that tunnel is. Right. <laughs> Uh, I think that totals about 67 days and counting. <laughs> Somewhere around there. Uh, I lost track of you. What, what, how many days till January 20th? Exactly. Um, so, you know, we talked about this before the show. I've seen a lot of crazy shit in my life. I, I thought I have. I mean, I've lived through some really weird stuff. And, and while I have never been, quote, a political junkie, I have paid attention, I believe, I've, I've listened, I've learned, I, I, I've tried to do, to take, you know, to dive into other people's perspective and get an idea of what those that don't believe my, I can't, I can't think of anything that would be equal to a sitting president refusing to transfer power. And, and it would even a casual observer has to see that every day there's more and more evidence that there's no evidence of, of vote tampering. Right. That just screaming in all capital letters that some company has done something in far, as far as the vote 
there's could n so uh, even the most I believe sooner or later we all have to wake up to the fact that we are going to move who is leading this country we we are really we already have because more than more than 50% of the voting population at least has thrown their allegiance behind Joe Biden and says and has said we believe Joe's got a better chance of running this country than Donald Trump does but I've never seen you know what happens how how do you take how do you take him out of office if he doesn't want to go do we store him in the White House <laughs> well and and we see he you know he, he let go some military uh, appointees uh, recently you know and so of course now there's speculation that he's putting his his people in place so that if he makes that kind of a move he has their their buy-in because he just put them there yeah, I mean who in their right leadership mind if you will who has about 71 days left in office start firing people for no good reason other than to cause havoc and, and craziness uh, of course you know if 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 president elect Biden wanted to bring them back he could just bring them right back because but just the disruptiveness of it is 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 uh, is problematic you know and you would think for an individual that's 75 years old that's independently wealthy and and says he has the country's best interests at heart would begin to figure out okay I lost I'm a big boy let's figure out how to make a shake hand event if you will in in gesture and in transferring this power and political if uh, information so that we can continue to protect and grow and and recover from this economic medical mess that we find ourselves in right now uh, <laughs> And, and, and begin to get back to be a United States. Yeah. Hey, you know, there's one of the unite and unify. That's one of our Diwali principles tonight. tonight yes. Right? Yes. And unify. Be united. In this country, we're Americans in this country. We always have been and we're always going to be. So let's start acting like that. Land of the home, land, you know, home of the free and land of the brave. And, and we were always the great melting pot and uh, I saw a, a great uh, uh, well I don't want to call it great it was very informative a documentary on uh, I found it on YouTube I think is where I, yeah I found it on YouTube um, and what it does is you know I don't want to say this is the absolute truth because I definitely found some bias in this thing um, but it, it outlined how the white male patriarch is not ready to give up power, and and that is in many many ways. Now, we there's a crack in the wall though. Kamala Harris is is the nail that's cracking the wall because, but white male power, they're not ready to give up yet. They're not ready to admit that we should have you know and. So let's go down that road, right? Yeah. Um, I have seen in recent days people arguing 
that the election of Trump was not a response to America electing a black man as president. It, it, no, this isn't, this isn't racist. This isn't, you know, I'm not upset because we elected a black guy. It was just time to get back to a white guy in office. <laughs> well, and, and, and I mean, now if, as they say, if we go all the way back, back in the time when the only thing existed were troglodytes, <laughs> the female persuasion, I mean, because, you know, when we look at, when we, if we can just imagine in our mind's eye the rise of, uh, of understanding and wisdom in the country, the first person who was probably looked at as having some kind of special powers would be a female because they gave birth and males could not do birth. And so I'm sure in the back of everyone's mind, in the beginning, God at some point was represented as a female because the female had these powers of giving life. And so, and of course we know throughout history there have been matriarchal societies uh, and there's enough evidence to say that the patriarchal societies overran the matriarchal societies and took over. And that's why we look at the history of our systems now where women had to go and do all this craziness to fight for rights and voting and yada yada yada. And so this whole battle that should be a union of male and female became into another battle and it's playing itself out in our politics as well. And so we got to get beyond all of this two-party battle and look at a two-party union right. to come together to lead and to guide for the best of all mankind, whether it's locally or globally. Because at the end of the day, from the spiritual spiritual perspective, we're one family. If I need old positive blood, as long as it's good blood, I don't care who it comes from. Right. Gotcha. And right now, that people would say, well, no, I, you know, we're back to the 60s. Well, no, I, that person is not of my persuasion. I don't want their blood or their kidney or their whatever it is that they may be donating. Yes. It's ludicrous. <laughs> it is. And, you know, what we know, folks, is we know there's always a spiritual solution in there. Uh, now, before we get to that spiritual solution, though, I want to, I don't know if I want to do a shout out about this or not. Uh, you know, Facebook has this thing in certain groups. It, it, it doesn't necessarily share your name, which is pretty good because I don't know who this is. But if I did, I might have to track you down and we might have to have a talk. Uh, no. <laughs> See, I think that, but I think that that represents part of it. Is yeah. it has gotten to be so specialized that the average, per, not even average, just yeah, the average person, even the less than average person, nobody's got a chance. Very few people have a chance to get into these positions to make any difference at the national level. So right. let's stop looking at the national level. Let's look at the local level. What can we do? Now, if all you can do is stay home and wear a mask when you go out, that's enough. But if you can do more, 
Well, we believe mm -hmm. now is the time to do more. Mm -hmm. The American democracy, the American economy is at stake here, folks. And, and that's been my thing out in public. When I see people without a mask, my first thought is, well, a little bit of pity. Because obviously you're not paying attention or you just want this thing. But my second is, if you're not wearing a mask, you're risking America's economic future. Right. Yeah. So, and, 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 and just real quick that, you know, there's that, there's that phrase that goes, think globally, but act locally. And that's what we have to begin to do. We got, you know, we've said this many times, get involved, go to the city council meetings, go to the school board meetings, go, go, go and, and volunteer at, at some office that you have something passionate about so that we can begin to build this place on principles of hard work. And, and some people might take offense to hard work, but I don't mean that as in labor hard work, but hard work in terms of your time, effort and energy to make something happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, folks, I don't know if we arrived at a solution today or not, uh, but I do trust that we've given you a little something to think about and hopefully pr provided a perspective uh, that's going to move you forward uh, in some way or another. Yeah. Before yeah. we go, though, however, we want to say thank you for being with us, and we wanted to show you these. See this? See, you got yours this morning, too, right? Yep, yep. It, it's got to be one of the best-looking coffee mugs I think I've ever purchased. Uh, and you can get your hands on one as well. If you haven't heard yet, we're in the midst of our fall fundraiser. And what we're doing is we're raising the funds to ensure that we can keep this going through 2021. So we have, a, uh, we have an audacious goal, uh, $25,000 between now and the end of the year. Uh, we're moving in that direction. And we've got some donations coming in already. And we're going to have a big party a week from today. Not this week, not this, not tonight, but a week from tonight, we're having a big old party right here live on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, musical guests, the Levines, Patricia Bahia, Janice Stanfield's going to be with us, Lisa Ferrero, Jamie Lula, and Gary, uh, and Gary Lynn Floyd, Floyd Lula, Laura Topper's going to sing a couple. And as you can see, myself, Rev Z, our other prayer partners, other show hosts, people from around the network. Uh, and maybe even a couple of special guests that aren't on that list. So working on that as well. So if uh, it, please be with us, please join us. Yeah. And please check out what we're doing on our new website. Now there's a couple of pages we want you to look at. Number one, you can catch past episodes of this program over on our website. And that's at uh, newthoughtmedianetwork.org slash podcast slash minister dash talk. Uh, look around over there. You'll be able to find us. And uh, if you know of a sh uh, something you'd like us to talk about on a Friday morning, then shoot us an email. Talk yeah. at ntmedia.org. Please check out our fall fundraiser. We got all kinds of great thank you gifts. And please know that your financial contribution ensures that we can keep this going into 2021 and beyond and share this message and this vibration yes. with more and more people around the planet. Uh, I fully believe as we stay in conversation, as we stay open to the possibilities, as we stay open to this dialogue, then we're going to go places. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to get beyond all this, folts. I promise you that. Yes. Yes. See, any, uh, we're running a little long today, but that's okay. 
there's no restrictions on the internet that I know of. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> final thoughts before we get out of here for the morning. I'm just going to reiterate something that you just said. Conversate and educate. That's it. That'll that'll get us to the finish line. Have conversation and educate ourselves so that when we have these conversations, they're meaningful, they're truthful, and they're not trying to sway anybody, but just move us forward. Yeah. Cool. Hey, thank you to all, all of you that commented on today's show, Chris and Hope and Michelle and our unknown Facebook user who wants us to be pre You get to be president. I'll be vice president. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I don't I'll, know. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'll play second fiddle to you for all. Yeah. Hey, so, we're out of here, folks. Join us again, uh, 45 minutes until prayer time. Come on back, 8, 15 a.m. on New Thought Media Network and join us for prayer time. Until the next time we are with you, please go out there, make it a great day. Be love, be light, be prosperity in action. Until next time, yes. peace and blessings. Hey, peace and blessings. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other sh** our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our sh** with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.